All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today about my favorite topic, the topic that I always get asked to speak on, the topic that I've been on many a stage talking about, and that is vision. Vision for me, guys, it's everything. And I know it can sound really cliche, but it's not. It truly is the foundation of every single thing. And if you're not clear on it, what do they say? Without vision, the people will perish. So I'm going to dig into that today. We're also going to dig into something else that I call contrast and clarity. And it kind of comes right before vision. And as I was kind of thinking this through, right before I hopped on the podcast uh, to record, I was like... Here's the thing about this podcast, you guys. It is my hope and my intention that you will always leave this podcast with a new process in place, a new action that you're taking, a new mantra that you are saying over and over again in your mind, a brand new book that you're obsessively consuming, something that you're actually taking action on after the podcast, because I am a huge believer in action, massive action. And that's what this podcast is about, guys. It's not just inspiration. I want you to do the work, because here's the thing. We can read all the books, we can listen to all the podcasts, we can do all the things and consume all the information, but if we don't actually do the work, it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless, guys. What is the expression? Knowledge is power or something like that? It's not. It's not at all. It's execution. That's where you succeed, right? So I want you to walk away from this podcast today doing something different tomorrow. I want you taking action literally today on this because guys, success leaves clues. Don't just listen. It's the people that take action and duplicate success that they're seeing that find success themselves. All right, let's dig in. All right, so vision. When I got started on my coaching career about seven years ago, I didn't know what I was doing, guys. I think that's really important, too. I think people think, oh, she's got such a powerful personality or outgoing personality. First of all, I'm a total introvert. Um, But I also had no freaking clue, right? I had no idea. I've published a book. I had no idea how to do that. I've spoken on stages. That was my greatest fear. I had no idea how to do that. So I didn't have any skill set when I started the journey, right? I think it's really important to understand that the people out there that are doing all the things that you want to do, the people that are maybe writing the books that you want to write, the people that are speaking on the stages that you want to speak on, the people that are running the businesses that you wish you had, they just figured it out, right? And Marie Forleo has a great book. It's called Everything is Figureoutable. And that is a great mantra right there that I want you to take in those moments of indecision, in those moments of fear creeping up. I want you to remember that everything is figureoutable. But with a vision, it's much more figureoutable. <laughs> when you have a vision for what you want your life to look like, you have the the motivation, right? I, I kind of hate that word because it's, again, so overused. And we all so often know what to do. And the only difference maker is the people that actually take the action and do it consistently day after day after day after day. When it's not, when they're not inspired to take action, right? We're not going to want to do the work every day. We're not going to be motivated to do the work every day. The work is not going to be easy every day. What you need to have is that burning vision in your soul 
that makes you push through on the hard days, right? So that's where vision comes in. So vision and goals, by the way, I think the way that I define them is they're kind of woven together, right? Goals are super important. I have a whole like goal setting part of uh, my course that I take people through on how to get really clear on what your goals are. But goals are kind of part of your vision, if that makes sense. Vision, to me, it's the juicier part, right? It's the, what do you want your life to feel like? Um, What do you stand for? If you're building a team, what kind of team are you building? Where do you want to travel to? What kind of marriage do you want? How are you giving back to the world? What does a dream day in your life look like and feel like? What kind of kids are you raising? What kind of impact are you making? Those really juicy questions, right? A goal is earn six-figure income, you know, lose 20 pounds. Goals are things that are smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely, S-M-A-R-T, right? Those are the things that you can break down. A lot of times they're numerical, which really helps to break down and reverse engineer goals, but they're part of your vision. Vision is the juicy stuff, but we're going to rewind. We're going to rewind because I know some of you guys are also probably thinking, oh my gosh, that sounds daunting, right? Like all those big questions. So a couple things here. First, before we rewind, you can't do this wrong. You cannot do this wrong. After I had mentored lots and lots and lots and lots of women, I was having a retreat one year and I've been working with these women for, a, you know, a couple years. And shockingly, one of them that I was very close to came up to me and she said, kind of sheepishly, like, Moira, I got to tell you something. I was like, what? And she said, I've, I, I've never, I, you're going to kill me, but I've never written down my vision. And I was like, what? I am going to kill you. But no, I'm not. But why have you not written down your vision? And she had a wall up, right? She had a wall up about it having to be perfect, it, it having to be poetic. And here's what happened at that retreat, which was really hilarious looking back. So I'm up at the front of the room, um, you know, giving my speech on vision. And um, somebody interrupted me and said, hey, can, can I ask you something? And I said, yeah, sure, of course. What? Like, bring it all. Bring me the questions. And she said, would you be willing to share your vision with us? And I was like, yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean, these women are like my family to me. And so (laughs) I pick up my journal. I take out a somewhat ratty piece of paper and I start to read bulleted, like grammatically incorrect sentences And as I'm reading it to them, like it's touching my heart. I'm actually getting teary eyed. Like this is my vision. And then something funny happened. I looked up and they were like, wait a second. That's it. That's like, that's the thing you've been talking about for so long. And I'm like, yeah, your vision doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be poetic. It just has to be yours. It just has to be yours, specific to your life, right? So don't overcomplicate this. My rule of thumb here is if it goes through your mind, it goes on the paper. 
It can go in the margins. It can go scratched out with arrows and circles. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect. But let's take it back. I'm going to rewind this for you and make this really, really, really simple. And this is what I want you to take action on today. All right. Two things I'm going to ask you to take action on today. Number one, we're going to dig into what I call contrast and clarity. So first thing you're going to do is you're going to take a blank sheet of paper and you're going to draw a line vertically down the center. On the left-hand side, you're going to write what I don't want at the top. All right, we're going to start here. This is your contrast. You are going to write down everything that's presently going on in your life that you can't stand, don't want, are not happy with. It is so much easier. Our brains actually have what we call a negativity bias. We actually seek out and notice what doesn't work, the negative in our life, right? There's a, there's a whole other half a dozen podcasts on that. But we, it's very easy for us to identify that, right? How often do we say things like, oh, she's so annoying, or God, I'm so tired, or oh, my kids are driving me crazy, or this traffic is terrible. Like we are so quick. I mean, that's normal language for the everyday person, it seems, which is a sad state of affairs. But we don't say things like, God, I have so much energy today. Like, oh, I hit every green light. It was amazing. My business is freaking crushing it right now. Like, I just went for a run and I felt like a gazelle. Like, oh, you know, we don't call out the positives, right? We notice and highlight and therefore obsess and therefore attract more negative into our life. So go ahead on that left side of the paper. You can do this now as you're listening, or please don't if you're driving, or you can do this when you get home, but you're going to write what I don't want at the top of the paper on the left-hand side. What do you not like? What's going on in your life that doesn't feel good? I remember I was at a point in my life and here's a little quick story for you. It was the first time that I was, I had achieved a top 10 coach status and I did it in record time, I think maybe faster than anyone in the history of the company. And so I was sitting there at the top of the mountain, right? In, in a position where most everyone would want to be. And my business just like, I started to have a little pressure, right? Like, oh gosh, I got, I got to like live the part. I started to have a little bit of, um, you know, imposter syndrome. And I started to get just a little stressed and law of attraction here, guys, law of attraction is a real thing, just like gravity. And so I was like, oh gosh, I remember it was the first week in February. And so I had just been announced uh, top five at January 1st, first week in February, all of a sudden it's like February 8th or 9th. I haven't brought in any new clients. My team is like not doing anything. Like my business is struggling. I didn't feel like I was feeling good in my body. And all of a sudden I start to focus on that, right? I don't feel good in my body. I don't feel like I'm getting people results right now. Like, I don't feel like I'm leading my team. My team's not doing that well. Like, why is it so hard for me to like bring in new clients all of a sudden? And I attract it. I attract it. I attract it. Right. And so I go into this pretty much downward spiral. By mid-February, I am in a dark hole. <laughs> I, I really am at that point. It's funny now, but not so funny then. And I can't seem to get out of it. And I do this exercise. There was a whole lot of struggle and darkness in between then, but I get to the point in my life where I do this exercise, right? I take out the piece of paper, I draw the line down the center and I write what I don't want, which is super easy at that time. All the things. 
And then on the right side of the paper, what you're going to do is you're going to write what I do want slash clarity. Same thing, right? What I do want, the clarity that that contrast actually gave me. And so I started to write things like, let's take it for example, um, I can't bring in any new clients because that kind of applies to a lot of businesses, right? I can't bring any new clients in. I love when clients, you know, I love bringing in new clients. That's the clarity statement. That's the opposite of the negative statement. And so it's also really true, right? You can say, you can believe in your heart that like, God, it feels good when I get new clients started. So the clarity statement is simply, I love when I get new clients started. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course Every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner and you guys can rise up with us. I love having new clients. Um, let's think about this in a more general space. A lot of people deal with their weight, right? Struggling with their weight. So if you were not feeling good in your body and you were thinking like, oh, I just feel awful. I feel sluggish. I feel whatever. The clarity statement was, would be, I I love feeling energetic, right? I love when I feel energetic. And here's a really important kind of just nuance to this. Affirmations, guys. Affirmations don't always work, do they? You can say it over and over again. I have a million dollars in the bank. I have a million dollars in the bank. I have a million dollars in the bank. And you're like, no, actually, I'm broke and I can't pay my bills and I'm totally stressed out of my mind. The affirmation's not working. Here's why affirmations don't work. If they are not true in your heart and they bring up a negative emotion then they are going to attract more negative emotions and therefore not work. Are you following this? So you have to put verbiage in front of an affirmation or a clarity statement that makes it true. So if you were to say, um, if you were struggling with your weight and you were to say, you know, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin. And you're like, that is absolutely not true. And I'm totally lying through my teeth and that feels really crappy right? Negative, negative. So it's not going to work. But what about, I love knowing that I'm on my journey. I love knowing, see those words? I love knowing. I love knowing that I'm making progress. It feels so good. Here's another one. It feels so good. It feels so good. Fill that in. It feels so good too. It feels so good to get my clients results. It feels so good to make progress on my journey. It feels so good to save money. It feels so good. Here's another one. More and more. More and more I feel. More and more I feel. So maybe you're not feeling, maybe you're depressed, right? Maybe you're really struggling with some mental health issues. What about more and more? I see pockets of joy. More and more, I see and feel joy. More and more, I feel this. And that feels good because it's true right? I'm in love with how it feels. 
I love, or I love how it feels when. I love how it feels when. That's what I was thinking. I love how it feels when. I love how it feels when I have energy in my body. I love how it feels when my clothes fit. I love how it feels when there's money in the bank. I love how it feels when my business is crushing it. That's all true on every given day, 365 days a year. Is it not? So your affirmations, your clarity statements, your this is what I want in my life statements, that is the beginning of your vision, right? And it's born out of the contrast. It is born out of the negative. And so here's, here's the cherry on top, guys. Here's the aha that I, all, I want you to have right now. Holy crap, what a gift every negative thing that ever happens in my life is. Because I would never have the clarity for where I want to go and what I want to build and who I want to be without the contrast. Yeah? Every single time negative emotion comes up inside of me because of contrast in my life, right? Because of somebody being, what if, for example, probably the thing that ju- that um, makes me the angriest in life <laughs> is judgmental people. And it used to push my button so much that I would come out of my skin. I would get rageful. I'd get angry. It would make me hate people, right? <laughs> Crazy. And, and it would just bring up this huge like negative emotion wave. Now it's polar opposite because when I see judgmental people, I immediately think, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you for that example, front and center, right in front of me of who I never want to be. And it gives me the exact clarity of who I will be and who I am becoming. It's always a gift. It's always a gift. All right. So let's take these clarity statements, right? This should take you maybe five minutes, not long. It's amazing how the work isn't that hard, guys. It's just nobody does it because it's not that hard, right? Do the exercise, get your clarity statements, and now start to ask yourself maybe some of those bigger vision questions. Here's another tip, and and jot this down when you can. Your job, I'm going to give you some categories to just think about because I too like struggle with a blank sheet of paper, but give me a little bit of guidance and I can kind of take the ball and run. So we want to think about the different areas of your life. And then I'm going to give you the magic. I'm going to, I was going to call it a million dollar question, but I'm going to call it a $10 million question today. Um, But here's the categories, your job, your career, your finances, your home, your relationships, your body, And then free time, community, you know, kind of hobbies, that kind of thing. And so you want to kind of just, and and you could do this in, you know, on a sheet of paper, you could do it in little bubbles on a sheet of paper, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But I want you to start thinking about like your job. What are you doing? How many hours a day are you working? Where are you working? Who are you working with? Do you have a team? Are you work? Are you a solopreneur? Um, do you have a mentor, you know, all of that, but here's the big $10 million question that truly, truly changed the entire trajectory of my life. Thousands now of others lives. My family has changed generationally. I know that all from this single question that I asked myself because I took action and actually put pen to paper. 
which is what I, the second thing I want you to do tonight. Contrast clarity, and then you're going to write, you're going to answer this question. What would your life look like in just two or three years if you had all the money and all the free time in the world? So nothing dictating your schedule, free, free, totally seven days a week, 24-7, all the free time in the world, and all the money, all the money in the world. What would your life look like? You've got a really good start with those clarity statements, but now I want you to start to think about these categories. I can tell you that when I answered this question seven years ago, it was a really sobering wake-up call because I realized that I was living a life that I had never asked myself if I wanted, right? I remember thinking if we had, I remember the shocking one to me and I love where I live. We were in Charleston, South Carolina and it's an amazing town. But when I thought for a second, if we had all the time and all the money, would I, would I be living here? Because we lived here because there wasn't a choice. It wasn't an option. My husband had a business and it was a brick and mortar and we were here and there was never going to be an option or a question to leave, right? There was a lot of things in my life that were dictated by a lack of finances, a lot of things. There was a whole lot of things that were dictated in my life, dictated in my life because we didn't have time. And so I started to wonder and I started to dream of a life that I actually wanted to create. And so I kind of gave you those prompting questions for your job. I want you to go to your finances and think about like what, what's your average annual income? Um, how much do you have in savings? How much are you investing? How are your investments doing? Like the more specific you can get, the better. But again, don't stress out. You cannot do this wrong. There are no wrong answers and you can change this every day of your life if you want. Think about your home. This was super powerful for me because I did have a dream already in my heart since I was a little girl to live at the beach. And so I dreamt up that beach house. I knew exactly where it was. Yours might be in the mountains. You know, it, it might be a farm, wherever it is. Um, are there horses? <laughs> I was not going to have horses. I was going to have a pool though. I knew that. Um, and I saw community, right? I saw a home that allowed us to have just people flowing in and out all the time. People that were, um, you know, in community with us and were, were kind of helping raise our kids together and surfing together and hanging out together. Like I saw it and I felt it. I can tell you it's a long story, but I can tell you I live in that exact house that I pictured in my mind seven years ago today. That's, again, another podcast, um, and I'm going to try not to get emotional. Let's move on. Let's go into your relationships, right? It, your vision for your relationships. Are you married? Are you single? Um, what is your relationship like with your significant other? Do you guys go on weekly date nights? Do you take trips? Or is it full of laughter and love and passion? Um, what about your family? Like, do you, with your immediate family or your extended family? What are your What are your relationships like with them? Um, what kind of friendships? What about your friendships? Do you have like you know ride or die friendships? 
that was hugely important to me. And guess what? Time was taking that away from me my entire adult life. I did not have enough time to invest in friendships, to, to make them grow, to build them, to have depth in my relationships. And now I have that today and it's one of the biggest gifts ever. Your body and is the next category and then free time and community. And by free time and community, I mean, you know, what kind of hobbies, right? I think about like, if you had all the time in the world, you could become like a concert pianist. You could become a ballroom dancer. You could like, there's so much life out there that we're not living because we work a 40 hour a week job, which I call bullshit on, even though I work a lot more hours than that. I've always said from a young age, God did not invent the 40 hour work week. God did not say, I'm putting man on earth and I want them to sit in a desk 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week doing a job that they hate while they watch the freaking clock. That is not what we are here to do. We are here to live fully, to live beautifully, right? That starts with vision. I'm going to wrap this up. This is the last thing I'm going to say. All right, so I've asked you to take action and do this contrast and clarity exercise. I've asked you to take action and answer the question, if you had all the time and all the money in the world, what would your life look like? Here's the kicker to all of this. And I believe the difference maker. You can write the vision out. You can create the vision board. A lot of people do that, especially in January. But if you don't read it, Every single day, it is not going to be in your conscious mind to fuel you to take the work, to do the work that you need to do to make it happen. I see it every single day in my business. I see it every single day just in life, right? I read this vision, whether I'm on a plane, whether I'm on vacation, whether I'm at someone's house, whether I'm home, I am reading this vision that I have for my life every single day. And when I don't want to pick up the phone, when I don't want to do the podcast, when I don't want to do the meeting, when I don't want to post on social media, when I don't want to have the hard conversation, when I don't want to do the work, that is not an option. It's not an option because there is so much at stake, right? My kids are depending on me to show up. My team is depending on me to show up. I'm depending on me to show up. My future life, the people that I need to impact, there is so much at stake. If I don't show up, none of it happens. But if I don't remind myself of that every single morning, that's why I'm not going to show up. That's why I'm not going to be motivated, right? That's why I'm going to struggle with inconsistency. I'm going to leave you with one more thought. And this to me kind of wraps it up and, and it says it a little bit of a different way, but I think it's really important to kind of think of this this way. I'm going to try to actually even remember um, how this person said this to me. But basically we try a lot, a lot of times to create habits, right? We try to create new actions in our life. Like I'm going to get up and work out every day. I'm super motivated to, to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to sign up for this thing and I'm going to do it. And then we self-sabotage and we don't show up for ourselves, right? And I'll tell you what happens there. It's because you haven't created a new identity first, You have to create a new identity 
before you try to create new habits. Yes? So this vision for your life, this vision that you have, this is your identity. This is who you are going to become. This is who you are. This is who you're reminding yourself that you're growing into. Right? Remember I told you in the beginning we have a negativity bias? So we're constantly thinking, I'm not worthy. I'm not good at this. I'm overweight. I'm not energetic. I'm not strong. We're thinking all those negative things. We have to override that every single day, every single day. And the way that you're going to do that is you're going to read this vision. You're going to read this new identity of yourself and then the habits, the actions, The things that need to happen, that all falls into place. Just like that. It all falls into place. But if you're getting up every day and you're trying to muster the motivation to take action in the habits without creating a vision, without creating a new identity for yourself, it's never going to happen. All right, you guys. That's it for me. Please, please, please. I would love to hear from you on Instagram, email, whatever it is. What did you take away from this podcast? Did you take action? Please tell me yes. Contrast, clarity, answer the $10 million question. Read that vision every single day. Your life, it'll never be the same. Love you guys. Thanks. 